Last week, we explored whether or not chronic kidney disease can cause diabetes. I remembered while writing that blog a reader told me prednisone caused her diabetes. Take that brain fog, really? Well, let's take a look at that. Photo by Artem Padres on Pexels.com Let's start at the beginning, lest I go trotting off to conclusions first. A definition of prednisone should be a good beginning. This is WebMD's definition of the drug. Prednisone is a corticosteroid. It prevents the release of substances in the body that cause inflammation. It also suppresses the immune system. Ah, okay, but what's a corticosteroid? Luckily for us, years ago I stumbled upon a study site called Quizlet. Their information is easily understood, so I rely on them a great deal. This is how they explain what a corticosteroid is. Any of a group of steroid hormones produced in the adrenal cortex or made synthetically. There are two kinds, glucocorticoids and mineralocorticoids. They have various metabolic functions and some are used to treat inflammation. Maybe we should take a look at the two kinds to see which prednisone is. Several years ago, Healthline conferred an award on this blog two years running. I like their reader-friendly information as much as they like the blog. Naturally, I turned to them for help on this. Glucocorticoid drugs are man-made versions of glucocorticoids, steroids that occur naturally in your body. They have many functions. One is to interrupt inflammation by moving into cells and suppressing the proteins that go on to promote inflammation. They also help your body respond to stress and regulate how your body uses fat and sugar. Because glucocorticoids have so many functions, man-made or synthetic glucocorticoids have been developed to help treat many different conditions. Okay, got it? How about mineralocorticoids? I was missing my favorite dictionary, weird, isn't it? The Merriam-Webster, so that's where I looked. A corticosteroid, such as aldosterone, that affects chiefly the electrolyte and fluid balance in the body. Wait a minute. Both deal with the kidney's function. We know CKD may cause inflammation and we know the kidneys control the electrolyte and fluid balance in the body. So, which one is prednisone? After hopping from medical site to medical site I conceded they all said the same thing, prednisone is classified as a glucocorticoid. I was surprised, but we have to remember that I'm not a doctor and never claimed to be one. They went to medical school, I didn't. Our always reliable National Kidney Foundation spelled out the uses of prednisone in kidney disease. Steroid drugs, such as prednisone, work by lowering the activity of the immune system. The immune system is your body's defense system. Steroids work by slowing your body's response to disease or injury. Prednisone can help lower certain immune-related symptoms, including inflammation and swelling. Prednisone can also help avoid organ rejection after a kidney transplant, because of its ability to lower your immune system's response to the new kidney. The body recognizes a transplanted organ as a foreign mass. This triggers a response by the body's immune system to attack it. Prednisone can also be used to manage other kidney disorders, including focal glomerulosclerosis, FSGS, minimal change disease, MCD, IgA nephropathy. These conditions can lead to nephrotic syndrome. As a result, large amounts of protein leaks into the urine. This in turn reduces the amount of protein in your blood, known as proteinuria. Prednisone is used to help lower proteinuria in these disorders. While this is interesting, it still doesn't elucidate whether or not prednisone can cause diabetes. I decided to cross the pond, as they say, 
for a more definitive response from diabetes.co. UK. Corticosteroids are used to reduce harmful inflammation but can lead to diabetes, often referred to as steroid diabetes. People on steroids who are already at a higher risk of type 2 diabetes of those who need to take steroids for longer periods of time are the most susceptible to developing steroid-induced diabetes. To achieve their purpose, corticosteroids mimic the action of cortisol, a hormone produced by the kidneys and responsible for brining, sick, on our body's classic stress response of higher blood pressure and increased blood glucose levels. Corticosteroids increase insulin resistance thus allowing blood glucose levels to rise and remain higher. Wow, just wow. Not only can prednisone bring on diabetes, but this has a name, steroid diabetes. I wanted to know more, so I stayed in England and went to Northumbria Healthcare, part of the NHS Foundation Trust. Why does it happen? Blood glucose levels are normally controlled by a substance called insulin which is naturally produced by a gland called your pancreas. Steroids can cause your body to become more resistant to the insulin produced causing blood glucose levels to rise. The facts. The rise in blood glucose levels will usually happen between one or two days after starting steroids, and you will probably find that this will happen more commonly in the afternoon and evening. Your blood glucose will return to previous levels one or two days after stopping your steroids. With steroid-induced diabetes some people will continue to have high blood glucose levels after the steroid course is finished. This is because the blood glucose levels were raised before taking steroids but they were unaware of it. It is comforting to know this need not be a permanent condition. Yet, I was concerned. Diabetes is one of the two most common causes of CKD. Did this mean that those with a transplant could develop CKD again? I certainly hope I'm wrong, but that sounds like a blog for another day. Photo by Ekaterina Bolivsova on Pexels.com Quick! Let me sneak in a wish for a happy Thanksgiving for you and yours in whatever form you celebrate. I'm a member of a Facebook group called Morning Gratitude, so this is an entire day of what I think about each morning. I wish you all the best health you can have. Until next week. Keep living your life.